Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 50 for subscribers of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story is Omicron hysteria. You said you tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Yes, we do have a lot of Omicron hysteria <laughs> in the news today. Across the board, really, all kind of launched off with a statement that was made during the White House coronavirus response team and public health official press briefing over the weekend. Jeff Zients, the White House coronavirus response coordinator, said this. If you are vaccinated, you could test positive. But if you do get COVID, your case will likely be asymptomatic or mild. We are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your family, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. So our message to every American is clear. There is action you can take to protect yourself and your family. Wear a mask in public indoor settings. Get vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated and get a booster shot when you are eligible. Sounds like a threat from a mob boss. Dr. McCullough on that Union of the Unwanted last week, which I think we're going to post in our feed this week or next week in our avalanche of interviews for our white-pilled Christmas specials. He was saying that 77% of the people, I believe, hospitalized with Omicron are vaccinated, which is not the way that the mainstream media is reporting it. There are a lot of reports of this tremendous surge in New York of cases, yet there is no surge at all in hospitalizations. And don't forget, there's like a hole in the PCR test for the Omicron, the COVID-19 test. So... It's quite possible that this is just a cult because you also don't lose the smell and taste. You have different symptoms. And it seems to me that there's a good chance this is just a regular cold. And I'm firmly committed to the idea that if it weren't for the PCR test, there would be nothing here to deal with. Because there was also this thing where there was a cruise ship where you had to have a negative test and be fully vaccinated to get on the cruise ship. Yet they have a bunch of cases. And it's not clear to me that any of those people are even sick. It's just about the, this testing positive or whatever. And I, and I believe that you could test positive with a variety of coronavirus. And I just I, I think this thing is just fizzling out. That's what he said in that statement is that you may test positive if you're vaccinated, but we're trying to keep things open for you. And that's led to this statement and. Biden's test to stay policy that he released last week where they're trying to keep more people in schools by allowing testing and then going to school. They've shut down schools in Maryland and New Orleans is actually requiring they're mandating vaccines for students ages five and up starting in February. Uh, upstate New York also closing schools due to the rising corona cases. CNN has limited the amount of workers coming into their offices due to the Omicron, um, Omicron that has spread. And SNL had a very minuscule cast like of just a couple of actors. They only had six sketches and they had Paul Rudd and Tom Hanks performing to each other in no crowd, all for the sake of protecting everybody from the virus, from the, you know, the new Variant. It just seems a little ridiculous and coordinated, and it's right before Christmas, too. So it's like, are you really 
closing everything down or just starting the vacation a little bit early and using it as a virtue signal? Well, it certainly is trying to disrupt holiday plans. Like we've already started rippling or there's been fear waves flowing through my extended family and friend groups that they just don't want to travel now and what's going on and all this uncertainty. It's, it is, there's definitely that return of the uncertainty fear mongering thing. I did think that SNL canceling where that kind of thing is a very public signal. So if there's only a few people on the stage, like Target isn't closing. Bloomingdale's probably isn't closing if, if that even exists anymore. But so SNL, which could be on a closed set with people who are all vaccinated and tested and this thing isn't putting people in the hospital, they did not have to do that. It reminds me of Elul's obsessional propaganda where when the world wars were taking place on foreign soil in order for Americans to feel it, they had to have rationing and other kind of things to make it real for them, even if it wasn't actually necessary to do that. So, yeah, they do that in the sports world. Also, the Hawks were supposed to play or they are still scheduled to play. The New York Knicks was a, a rematch of a playoff playoffs last year. But Trey Young, their best player, has been put into the covid protocols and other players on the team are going to be tested. They've started canceling some games if they were to like that is already was a highly anticipated rematch of a, of a heated playoff series. And now one of the main players in it has already been taken out of it, potentially I'm wondering if one of those games gets canceled, too. Maybe. I heard a, a very symbolic, I thought, a representative report today on the news where they said a man um, got the French Legion of Honor. He was, I guess, a World War II veteran. He was 104. He received it recently. He was supposed to receive it earlier. but And this is how they phrased it, and it really irked me. She said... He, he was supposed to receive it on a different date, but he had tested positive for COVID. Now he's recovered so he can accept the award. But no one ever said he was sick. It's not like he had COVID. Like you don't recover from getting a positive test. It's just they really jumble that up. Sometimes they say with COVID. Sometimes they say of COVID. This thing is continuing to go for two years. And then I got a funny little post from Ashley I want to tell you about. If you're ready. Okay. So I have a big news for people that we are on the locals platform. So listen to the ad today because I want to tell you all about it. But one of the features of locals is that subscribers can post in the feed. It's like our own private Twitter. And people can put their own stuff in our feed. So you go to the propaganda report feed. And if you're a free user, you can read it all. If you're a subscriber, you post there so ashley uh posted into our feed a picture of trump did you hear about this he's on the road with bill o'reilly and he announced that he got the booster and people started booing him and he's like don't 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 that's just a small crowd over there in the corner like don't even listen to those people and then he says this is what was interesting so ashley said her her little headline was but he's on our side lol And the quote was, you're playing right into their hands. That was what he was saying, if you reject the COVID or the booster. And at first, I kind of thought of you, and I thought, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, he's 
he's like right a lot of times. Like it, you, they make fun of him, but he's right. And it made me wonder, like maybe, maybe they do have something super scary in store for people who aren't vaccinated somehow. They're that sophisticated. However, I think they're trying their hardest with the Omicron thing and it's, it's kind of fizzling out. So I, I think they, even I, who probably over credit them for their power, even I think we might be at the end of the road with their abilities. Yeah, that type of threat that I just read they made during the White House press briefing, it's going to be a, a winter of death for you unvaccinated. There's one thing you can do to make this not happen. That sounds like something that somebody says when they're desperately trying to force somebody to do something because nothing else has worked. That's a good point. And I actually had this from last week, but I didn't bring it. But I, I have to tell you now, England's chief medical officer, Chris Whitty, had this quote about Omicron that just I thought was funny. He says, there's a lot we don't know, but everything we do know is bad. This is about <laughs> Omicron. And it reminded me, speaking of SNL and of sports, do you, you're way too young to remember it, but you might have, might have seen it. Garrett Morris was a cast member, an early cast member of SNL. And he used to play this character, Chico Escuela. So he's like a Cuban baseball player, something like that. And his his book that he can Chico Escuela wrote a book called Bad Stuff About the Mets. Bad <laughs> Stuff About the Mets. And the joke was that the people write exposés, they write books, and all anyone is really looking for is just gossip. It's just bad stuff uh, about the Mets. The, the juicy stuff. So yeah, so when Chris Whitty is like, uh, there's there's a lot we don't know, but what we know is bad. It's bad, 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 bad. You know, there's like bad stuff about Omicron. And, and it's obviously sensationalism. Yeah, and this they announced they were doing a new communication strategy. This is all communication strategy, all crisis communication, management, manipulation, propaganda. Not to say that there's not a, a cold or something going around. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going around. But just when you try and force somebody into doing something like this, you're going to really drive a wedge and polarize the two opposing groups, which is also part of what they're doing. Look, here's the problem. And when we read the World Health Organization saying you don't want to do mandates because that will make people feel less trusting. And when you see executive orders and other initiatives that are designed to enhance people's trust, when you bring us clips from the Brookings Institution and CFR saying this is, you use faith leaders, you use first responders, that's, you use employers, we've done surveys, who do people trust, how do you propagandize people? When they do propaganda initiatives that we see, you bring us on the Rockfin videos every single month, just loads of these clips of them organizing and plotting propaganda purely for the purpose of influencing the public, then obviously we're going to see propaganda in everything they say. So there might be real science in there. There might be real threats in there, but we have absolutely no way of getting closer to the truth because we know that they will propagandize whatever their agenda dictates. And it's, if it can be true, they'll make it true. They'll use the true stuff, but they even get yeah. pissed off when anyone else takes real data and quote spins it to be, to reach a different conclusion from their policy agendas. It's their fault. Yeah. When their mode of operation is to lie or is to deceive Admittedly, or create a misperception. Yes. Then that's what you should expect for them. Nicely. Them. Like Cass Sunstein's book, Nudge. Yes. I understand what you're doing. It's, right. Not cool. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, that's a cute, sweet little word. But what you're doing is an insult to me and 
my autonomy and humanity. Right. I, that's like a word that Andrew Cuomo might use when he said, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't harass her. I just nudged her a little bit. With my things a <laughs> rapist might say. Yes, there you go. I mean, I remember being accosted in just such a manner in the subway more than once where you're just like, what is that? And <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I'm, I'm sure. just saying, it's, it's funny because they put this stuff sweet, but, you know, a rapist could say it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know maybe that's what they are in certain ways. Definitely yeah. mental or mental rapists for sure. On that same theme, the NFL is actually taking a different approach, and they are reducing testing for asymptomatic unvaccinated players only. So only vaccinated players and those experiencing possible symptoms will be tested. Wait, and this is s- symptomatic or asymptomatic. They are reducing it for asymptomatic unvaccinated reducing players. Reducing it for asymptomatic. Yes. So they're only requiring unvaccinated players and people experiencing symptoms to be tested. Until now, the unvaccinated players had been tested weekly. Unvaccinated players will, will, or excuse me, until now, vaccinated players had been tested weekly. Unvaccinated players will continue to be tested daily, but uh, but vaccinated players do not have to do the testing unless they show symptoms. Okay, so unvaccinated players have to test daily. Yes. So the segregation, the polarization See, continues. They act like that's well, I mean, it depends on how quickly they're turning those tests around. Cause you could always be in a moment between having had the test and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Ugh, At what moment do you test positive? Say it again. At what moment do you go from a negative test to right. a positive so, test? So I mean, when the tests are three days, so you test on a Wednesday and you're supposed to go to something on a Friday, they don't know if you could have converted before Friday. But even if you take a test every single day, if you're not getting the results for a three day lag time, you're always in that lag period. Yeah. It, it doesn't gives make a any false logical sense, sense. Of perfection. Completely. It's just none of it makes any logical and sense. It's, it's just PCR. Right. So, That's another yeah, thing we almost. keep forgetting is how false the PCR test can be just by their very, very nature. B, a patron DM'd me via patron, Patreon that a really good, any Carrie Mullis video is a good video, but Carrie Mullis is the guy who invented the PCR test. And it well, it's in the show notes. It's a video of him that it's, he's always amusing and fun. He's and, very funny. And, and accurate and smart and he won a Nobel Prize, so. Check it out. Yeah. So, Brandon, haven't heard much about Brandon in the news lately. Let's go, Brandon. Well, here's a little bit of Brandon news that's a little bit different from the previous Brandon news. The NASCAR driver, Brandon Brown, who, let's go, Brandon, was based on when the woman interviewing him, instead of saying, listen to the crowd, they're saying F Joe Biden. She said, listen to the crowd, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. This is the Brandon. Well, initially... He thought it was kind of funny. He even tweeted about it, and he said in his tweet, let's go us. To all the other Brandons out there, you're welcome. That was his <laughs> tweet funny. about it. But in an interview with the New York Times, he said that he thought he would wait out the storm, that it would eventually die down, but it didn't because it's a great meme. He said that politics can be hazardous to your ability to make money. And the New York Times writer said that now Mr. Brown finds himself facing a threat to his vocation, to his ability to work. He's an athlete on the cusp of breaking out in a sport that relies on on corporate sponsors, a group that likes nothing less than the whiff of divisive partisanship. So 
Hold on. That's yeah, you get that. like Gillette. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, right. I mean, co- they will actually attack their base for partisan politics. Oh, totally. What he's alluding to in this article is that Brandon's worried about being associated with Trump and sponsors not wanting to be associated with Trump because he's the Brandon of let's go Brandon. So he said Brandon said he's hoping to to turn the phrase into something more positive and productive, suggesting a new slogan. Let's go America. I don't think you're going to get your way on that one, Brandon. I I bet I can find a Brandon that disagrees with you and still loves it. I also read about this and I took a look, a couple of more things from it. One was he was worried at first about the sponsors and all of that. And so he kept a low profile, but he's not keeping such a low profile now. And I think he probably checked with the sponsors and just like Aaron Rodgers found that some of them are okay with it. You're, that's a great point. And to be the Brandon from Let's Go Brandon, where it originated, if he leaned into it like Aaron Rodgers did, you're right. He would get he would find some people to pay him handsomely. Absolutely. And then I don't know if you read all the way to the bottom of that article, but he started talking about how he didn't used to go in driving 200 miles an hour. doesn't leave a lot of room for politics in your head. But you know what? Maybe I ought to really hear the call. So. Um, it seems that people didn't scream and yell what they were saying if they thought that they were being heard. So maybe I need to start paying attention. And I'll just read you a couple of quotes if you're interested. Yeah. I understand that millions of people are struggling right now and are frustrated, struggling to get by and struggling to build a solid life for themselves and their families and wondering why their government only seems to make it worse. People have a right to frustration, even anger. He added... I hear them, even if Washington does not. He plans to highlight issues that matter to him and, quote, the problems we all share as Americans. So wait for this guy, this young guy in his 20s, to announce some political interest. Wow. Now, if he were to do some partnership with, like, a Stacey Abrams and do a voting drive, that would give me the feel of the... Remember the guy who would say, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? The Xfinity guy. And then he switched to Verizon and it was like, this guy's a traitor. The the guy is not now. Now, of course, this guy didn't choose to be the let's go Brandon guy. No, but they they need somebody on on the right also. You know what I mean? They need some... They don't, I they, would be great for the little back and forth. I think that yeah. would actually amplify the let's go Brandon. I think it would bring it back if he were to start promoting the left wing side. I am Brandon. I would love to see how they would frame yes, that, him as a yes. As a, yes. A, I never know what the what script they'll choose. Yeah. And of course, it's like a Bandersnatch episode. So they, you know, at the end of each scene, they decide only then do they decide which script they're going to use for the yeah. scene after that. And they always hope to like dovetail it back to the same ending. You know what? I think this is this could be fun. The potential to be ridiculous, idiotic and fun regardless of which side he comes out on. Yes, I think I, it could be fun if he, if he can keep it going. They probably gave him an IQ test first to see if he was up to the job yeah, or if he was just a, a savant race car driver. So last week, I was also going to bring something else that ended up popping up in the news, which is Sir Tim of the Tunnels tweeted at me, basically, Hillary's going to run again. I tweeted something crazy about Hillary and he was just like, oh, they're running her up. Oh, because you said something about the master class. 
Yeah. And then I picked up on something like that. And he said he thinks she's going to run again. And I just read an article this morning saying she's going to run again. Can you imagine <laughs> if she's against Kamala Harris or I mean, that would really be crazy. Or maybe even Stacey Abrams, who I was watching the so I was watching. OK. One of our patrons um, has a cousin who was on Christmas cookie challenge. So I was trying to find which one the cousin was on. And I was watching like a variety of Christmas cookie challenges. What channel is this on? It was on food TV. And I didn't. Oh, I don't think I saw the ending. No, she did not. She didn't win. I'm sorry to say, but I was rooting for her anyway. Um, but on one of the other episodes, there was a, so they make these like really elaborate cookies. And, uh, one of the chicks was a, an amateur baker and she's also a pediatrician. And they showed like her sampling of cookies from that she's made in the past. I nearly barfed. I wouldn't eat one of these cookies if my life depended on it. One had a depiction of Fauci. And another had Stacey Abrams' giant oh, no. face on a round cookie. Oh, it was, that's got to be a tar- a cookie. Get could a, you break that one apart? Could you imagine? I feel like it would literally be like out of an episode of South Park where you would just like projectile vomit onto the plate. Of Is it purple? Was the Abrams cookie? Purple icing. It was just her giant face. It was the Fauci cookie was worse. Like her, her cookie looked like her, but I was just like, why would you do that? Like what? Her face was it gingerbread like, or did they use icing? Did they? No, it's it's all it's like almost like fondant. It's like those cakes. It's like paint. It was like a, a little portrait. Yeah, and, you know, Fauci had whatever peach, and she has whatever you know chocolate or whatever. That just makes me think about. Digital blackface and blackface. They always there's these accusations. No, was, I, I know, no, but there was I know it's not that. But if it's somebody it. you don't like, and somebody were to make that that doesn't like Stacey Abrams, that exact same thing. I bet they would be accused of something like that. I well, now you're making me get into more detail than I was gonna. But it was really a very good. Depiction I'm sure it looks great. That it could not have been misinterpreted as anything but flattering. It serves eight people. No, I know. That was low-hanging fruit, man. Low-hanging fruit. I just thought it was crazy. Yeah, it is. Ah, people so. like her. She she inspires groups of people. I know, and it bums me up, out because so. she's a fraud. Like, if it was Cynthia McKinney, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Cynthia McKinney used to speak truth to power, and I'm not saying it'd be fine like if it was a black woman like Cynthia. It has nothing to do with the fact that they happen to both be black. It's that Cynthia McKinney is somebody from the left who... I really respect and admire for her courage, like Jeff Adachi. And these guys get marginalized or maybe even eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Well. Anyway, so there you go. But uh, there's there's more to this show, more to this show. But I have a special announcement first. And let me just tell you in the last big story of the Free 30... I'm going to tell you about a story of behind why truckers are shutting down Colorado. Do you hear about that? No. All right. I'll tell you about it. Uh, I also want to tell you what we're going to talk about in the XR. What the top Google searches of 2021 say about the state of humanity. And Binkley and I will both tell you about some native advertising 
gone bananas. But first, do not fast forward this today. If you're a free listener and you hit a couple of FFs when the commercials come on, you have to listen to this because I have a very special offer for you that you're going to want to hear about. We have big news. We have just launched a channel on Locals, propreport.locals.com. Locals was established by Dave Rubin and I think Jordan Peterson and those guys. Um, we have an awesome special deal to introduce you to this cool new prop report community. And we want to let you sample all of our premium content free. So if you've always wanted to sample it, but you just never pulled the trigger, now is your chance. Locals is a platform that's basically a cross between Twitter and Patreon, but with an emphasis on free speech and free thinking. It has a news feed and a social scene for all Propaganda Report community members to access and participate in, and I am loving it. Binkley, I hope you're not mad at me because I've just been riddling it with all my cocktail stuff, (laughs) and I will soon put album reviews on there, and I just... But right now I've been in cocktail mode because I'm doing the 12 cocktails of Christmas, which you can find in our locals feed. And uh, it's just the exact kind of place I was looking for to connect with like minded people and propaganda report listeners without all the trolls and BS of the free platforms. The app is super cool and it's really designed for live streams, spur of the moment content, personal fun stuff, Brad Meal share, but also everyone in the Propaganda Report community who subscribes gets to share in the feed. So if you're free, you get to see it. But if you subscribe, you get to contribute to it. And I just this morning posted my first Monica's mixtape cocktail crafting video. It is rather amateurish, but it's kind of funny, especially when the Vitamix explodes. So you can check that out um, and let me know if you want more of that kind of stuff. But the best thing is that you can get all of our premium content there without us having any risk of getting deplatformed. So you can listen to it or watch it in the app, but the app doesn't have to be open. It just floats around. You can continue to use your device unlike YouTube, more like a podcasting platform, our free stuff, our premium stuff. But the really exciting thing for me is that unlike other platforms, Locals allows us to give you a promo code. So we're going to offer you the first month free. So you can check us out at like a you know, level up. So we set up a promo code, try locals free, all caps, no spaces, try locals free. If you sign up at propreport.locals.com anytime over the next few weeks, you'll get a month free of premium membership. So you can check out our premium content at no cost to you. Now you have to cancel it if you don't like it, but if you do like it, you should, you, uh, I'll tell you what to do. We've already loaded some XR interviews up there. So it's PQ, Michael Wan. I think maybe the Astro Theology one. I think you might put up the Gen Z one. And we have the DNB XRs from last week, this week. And you'll get to catch everything over the course of that first free month. So, but if you love it, like I do, and you like the premium content, you think it's worth it. For the first couple of months, we're going to have an intro rate of $5 a month. That is going to go up. But if you like that, if you want the bargain basement price... For those couple of months, you can buy a year's subscription for 50 bucks, and then you would get all of our content plus locals exclusives, which are going to be stuff like my cocktail live stream and stuff like that. So uh, give us a shot there now if you wanted to check it out. 
and sign up there. Don't forget to use the promo code TRYLOCALSFREE, all caps, no spaces, TRYLOCALSFREE. That's the first month free. Decide at the first month. You can unsubscribe if you want, or you can unsubscribe but stay as a free user, or I think it's the best bargain in town to hit it for 50 bucks for the year. I think it's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. I know you've been putting a lot of, you've been spending more time uploading stuff and all that than I've been just having fun with, uh, like Stella's there, UKJJ, Ashley. We've got a lot of people who are already, uh, Shannon, people have just, it's fun. I've yeah, been having yeah. a great time. I yeah. really enjoy it. I can tell. I love the stuff that you've been I feel I'm kind of nerding out on it, but it's it's got what I have called the luscious I feel. Yeah. It's just something really, really fun about it. It's really crisp and fresh and no trolls. That's right. Well, so far anyway. Trolls. Yeah, but even when you have when you have a paywall, even if it's a low price, you very few trolls. And it's a higher level of troll, a more sophisticated troll, a troll who contributes. Right. Yeah, yeah. A contributing <laughs> troll. Not just someone who tries to make you cry because they don't want to get blocked. <laughs> so, okay, let me tell you. Now on to the last big story of the Free 30. Millions of people signed a petition to reduce the 110-year sentence for a truck driver in Colorado. Did you hear about this? No. I guess you did not. So there was a guy, young guy, I think it's like 26 or something, a Cuban immigrant. And he was driving a truck in the mountains of Colorado. And I doubt he's had much of that kind of mountain experience. And I guess he lost control. The brakes failed. They have Jake brakes, which are air or the air brakes. The air brakes fail. And then you can employ an engine brake or something like that. But when your brakes fail as a trucker, especially in Colorado, on the side of the road, when you're going downhill, there's a ramp that's full of sand. It's like a straight uphill ramp full of sand. So if you have an out-of-control truck, you're supposed to hit that. And actually, my dad had to do that once. And it just stops the thing down because the tires just sink in the sand. But he missed that, couldn't pull over to the shoulder. The thing was out of control, and he slammed into a bunch of cars and killed a lot of people. And he was charged with like 27 counts of various injuries, including some death involuntary manslaughter, stuff like that. And when he was convicted because of a law in Colorado, the judge had no choice but to give him the sentences consecutively. So now he's slated to go to jail for 110 years and the judge has no discretion. Now for me, three strikes are out. Anything that takes away the discretion of the judge and jury on sentencing or conviction or any of that is unconstitutional. You have a right to a trial of your peers that that trial, those that jury could even negate the law altogether. But at the sentencing phase, I don't even know if they had an opportunity to do that. And the judge said he would not have um, imposed that sentence if he hadn't been required by law. So they're hoping that the governor will intervene. They're trying to get that law changed. But truckers right now, as we speak, have blocked the border of Colorado with parked vehicles. And they are trying to get clemency for this guy. And uh, they're saying that because the company who owned the truck didn't maintain it properly and put him behind the wheel when he didn't have the experience or the skills to handle that situation, that he uh, he should not be solely responsible for that. 
It's a very sad story, obviously, very, very sad. There are real victims here, and he's beside himself. He's going to go to jail forever, and it was absolutely an accident, a terrible accident, and the judge said, and so did the, the victims' families and stuff, that this guy made a lot of bad decisions, but, you know. Yeah, that's a that's tough all around. Those I don't even like driving near big rigs on major highways, and in the mountains, too, that can be... I wouldn't want to drive them. I would not. I mean, that's just such a dangerous thing all around. And I know the hours they work are long hours. And well, a lot of those no, thin have... roads, it's just they're winding no, and terrifying. They, they don't work long hours anymore at all. There are really, really strict limits. I think eight or ten hours at the most. They're highly surveilled. Like, you can watch them. And there's a terrible trucker shortage. I don't know why, because rates are up. It is annoying to have that those restraints on your driving because your schedule doesn't always permit the exact way the constraints are laid out. I have no doubt that this whole thing will result in some policy opportunity for lawmakers. I don't ever think that agendas being served are because for our interests, usually they're not. And I'm sure this will be exploited, but that's what's happening in Colorado right now. And that's a wrap. I want to tell you just... um we got a message uh, from a patron, Hot Wheels, wants folks to check out the website, DefeatTheMandatesDC.com, DefeatTheMandatesDC.com, where he points out, or he wants us to be aware of a march on Washington, January 23rd. So that's around Roe versus Wade march. I wonder if it's the same day. Anyway, and it's also when they do the pussy march. So, or whatever. <laughs> Pussy hat march. I think there's Pussy two that's two different marches. <laughs> one is about kittens. Yeah, one of them, men are allowed. The other, <laughs> they're not so much. Well, one, alphas are allowed and the other, betas are. Right. Yeah, that's probably a better way to put it. So, it's the, it says, united we stand, in peace we march. They want to make it very, 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 very clear. And if you go to the website, you can see what they're all about, who's going to be there, their intentions are peaceful, and what they are hoping to achieve or what they're trying to raise awareness to. It's about time we get on the bandwagon here because in Europe, there are protests just clogging the streets for their because of their mandates and stuff. The details are they start marching at 1130 a.m. at the Washington Monument and will walk together peacefully to the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. That's January 23rd. But I encourage you to check out the website, use your judgment, and think about how best to try to preserve some of our freedoms. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Fantastic. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that locals content that Monica was telling you about, what is that URL exactly again? Locals. It's exactly okay. propreport.locals.com. And for a limited time only, you can get the first month free with the promo code TRYLOCALS free all caps no spaces all right fantastic thank you monica thank you all for listening we will talk to y'all next time or in the xr have a fantastic rest of your day